Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Friday edition of Final Countdown here on VSIN. It is Matt Brown. It is Jeff Parles on the desk with me here on a Friday. We are going to run through every single NFL game, give our thoughts. Our hot takes, any bets that may or may not be in our account, any liens we have as well. Who knows? Maybe after all these injury reports hit and everything gets done today, a couple of bets make it back into the account. Uh, Some I was considering, some that uh, I think maybe there's some injury news that might get me there as well. But I got some already in there too, so maybe we will make some money this weekend. But let's kick things off. Going over some Thursday night football here, Jeff. And this was... We got, a, to the, uh, we got back to the we got back to the stinkers. Uh, well, I was going to say it, it, it was a football game that yeah. occurred in 2022. We got back to the stinkers. Um, and look, I mean, I don't know what we were really expecting. Anyway, not that we were expecting fireworks. I think the biggest surprise for me, and I'm, I'll get your takeaway. I think the biggest surprise for me was just the complete ineptitude of the Atlanta offense. I mean, listen, I understand weather concerns. I get that the Panthers defense maybe is not as bad as the advanced metrics say. Maybe they are in for some positive regression, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, the Falcons offense, for whatever it was, I understand they were running the ball at this ridiculously high rate, and and that probably wasn't sustainable. But they were just completely lost. It did not look at any point during this game like they were going to get anything figured out. It kind of was one of those where the writing was on the wall. I thought it was a really good live betting opportunity on the Panthers as well. It just had that feel as you were watching the game, that there was not going to be some sort of drastic turnaround from the Atlanta Falcons offense during the game. In a sentence I never thought I would utter this year, 
mostly because of what I think of this player I'm about <laughs> to say. Atlanta should start Ritter moving forward. Yeah. There's yeah. no point anymore. You, you, if Tampa wins in Munich on Sunday against the Seahawks, it's over. You blew your shot. You're a game behind with Tampa having the tiebreaker, and Tampa seemingly, if they beat Seattle on Sunday morning here in the States, in Germany, Tampa will have salvaged this miserable first 10 games of the year for them at 5-5, five and five, which more than likely means that Tampa will find a way to go over 500, and Atlanta is not capable of going 5-2 and two the rest of the way. They're just not. So there's no that, – that was my biggest takeaway watching last night is like, all right, Mariota was solid for a chunk of the year. He's regressed to the guy that he was by the end of his Tennessee tenure, where he was not a starting quarterback and had to go be a backup in Vegas yeah. for a few years. And he made horrible so like, horrible it, decisions like, the whole like, night. Yeah, that was, whole it, night. It, was, it was like, it's not only just the physical aspect, which again, like he's just not a very accurate passer. And Never has not, been yeah, whatever, in the NFL. But, but like, it, the, the thing was, it's like, at least if you're, if that's the thing, you go, but he makes good decisions, or he's going to whatever, he's going to whatever. He made horrible were, decisions all night long. There were three times last night, Matt, where Atlanta committed a holding and for whatever, Mariota sees the flag, is like, oh, I must have a free play. One of them resulted in an interception. One of them resulted in what should have been an interception. And then the other one, the throw was by no one. So, look, again, I know the schedule's manageable the next week's, the next four games for Atlanta. I understand that. But, I mean, Chicago looks significantly better right now. Yeah. You asking them to get, you really think they can go on the road and beat anyone right now, especially where Carolina is clearly the worst team they play away from Atlanta this year. And Carolina, I, that game was, that was really not a 10-point game. That was really a, a a two touchdown, maybe even a 17-point game that got close because Carolina's defense decided to take that next to last drive off last night, Matt. You take a look at the rest of their the Falcons' schedule, and as you mentioned, I mean, this really does set up now really nicely for the Bucs, but we are going to, you know, we got a Bears game in Week 11, a Commanders game in Week 12, and a Steelers game in Week 13. All three, in theory, should be winnable games. Even right? a New Orleans game is. Right. Then you go on by and you come out, and then you get the Saints. There are four games in a row with a bye in week 14 in which this Falcons team has winnable games in front of them. And yes. so while I want to write them off, it's just the ineptitude of the rest of the division has made it to where I can't write them off at this point because – they have four winnable games in front of them. Now, they're going to win them all. Obviously not. They should have won this game against the Panthers. But they're, they they go 3-1 in those four games. We are going to still be talking about them to win the, to win that division. That's the problem. That's the problem for me. I, I, I want to write them off, but I'm like, not, I can't because I'm of the schedule willing, and, and what's going on. There's the big caveat with all this is what happens on Sunday in Munich. Yeah. Because if Tampa goes to Munich – and beats a playoff team. Seattle, I think we we both agree, especially after our power mm -hmm. ratings on Tuesday, that the Seattle Seahawks are a playoff caliber team. There's no arguing that anymore, as ridiculous as it may have seemed two months ago. But if they go to Germany, win that game, get through a really they started two and out through a eight-game stretch where they have looked at times as bad as anyone in the league, and they get through at five and five. I mean I know their schedule back end is they have some easy games in there. They have two tough road games at Cincy and at San Francisco mixed in there. But they're going to – I mean, if they come out of the bye, beat Cleveland, they're losing two games max the rest of the way. I just have a hard time seeing Atlanta going 10-7. and seven. 
And that's what yeah. if Tampa wins on Sunday, I think that's what Tampa does. Yeah, you're a little bit more. You're I'm a little, a little higher on Tampa a, than I am. Yeah, that's, no, that's I, I, sure. look, I don't, like, I don't like Tampa to begin yeah. with. I think this team is mediocre. But as we know, historically, with Tom Brady teams, they play their best football in December. Mm-hmm. Or for Tampa Bay, they played their best football in January two years ago, which right. I think anyone would take. It's, uh, it is interesting, but all this does is, is it, like I said, I mean, we'll, we'll know a whole lot more after that first game on Sunday, but it, I, this one, worst division in, in all the NFL. Not even a debate. Yeah, the worst division in all the NFL. And two, weirdly enough, will probably still be up for grabs at least for another couple of weeks, depending on what happens with the Bucks on Sunday. So we will yeah. uh, we'll, they, they, we'll just keep on keeping on here with this thing. But, I, man, it's like, here's the deal. Someone, someone has to make the playoffs because if you win this division – you get into the playoffs, and so good for you. Good no, for you. Not only that, you'll get a home playoff game against yeah. Dallas. Participation and trophy for you, No, in, no, you'll get a home playoff game yeah. against Mike McCarthy. Yeah. If it's Tampa, you're doubting Tom Brady against Mike McCarthy in a playoff game? Yeah. This you team. are. Yeah, this you're team. going to. Yes, okay. this team, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, odds right now, minus 280 on the Bucks to win the South, plus 450 on the Falcons, plus 650 on the Saints, and then 20 to 1 on the Panthers. Save your money. Do not bet them. Not happening. So do not do not do that. that I, yeah, I, I, I wish New Orleans didn't just totally screw up that week two game. Yeah. Where yeah. they were the better team for three quarters and then it just melted in the fourth quarter and Tampa won comfortably. Because New Orleans would be a team that I could conceive, even though I think they stink, I could conceivably see winning the division. But again, you look at their schedule, I'm not convinced they're gonna beat Pittsburgh on Sunday. So <laughs> kinda kinda puts you behind the eight ball right away with that. So let's go ahead. We've already talked about it a ton. The game that's going to happen over in Germany. It is the Seahawks at the Bucks. And right now, as we sit on Friday at 1.08 p.m. Pacific, it is under three. It is two and a half in favor of the Bucks. 44 and a half is your total in this one. Uh, one of the things I mentioned on, on Gil's show this morning and one of the narratives that I want to go ahead and just put to bed that people have been talking about is this, you know, the – the travel advantage for the Bucks, and by the way, that's just not how like the Earth works. So like they're they they in Seattle, you just fly up over the North Pole and you go to like it's the exact same flight time. Like there's there's not even a single bit of travel distance from from whenever you're over there. So put that narrative to bed. I, I like people are saying right, you're now making you're now making me research how yeah, long of a flight because it here's is. the thing is like the way that because the earth you know the way that it's shaped it's oh, yeah, like you no, don't I, have to go in a direct I, line you just a, go it, up it, and around it, and it's then, not yeah. flat I know yeah yeah and so it's the the flight from Seattle and then the flight from Tampa it's exactly the same so like there is no travel advantage for for the Bucks in ten, this thing. 10 hours and eight minutes by the way to Frankfurt is the only direct flight on that you and I could fly from Tampa so and it's a little over ten hours from Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So, so there, there, there we go. Just put that to just put that to rest. Again, it's the Earth it's round, and you can do different Excuse me, things. You don't have to like go and yeah. It's so it's a it's eleven. It's about a forty five minute flight difference. Yeah. A little yeah. bit so, longer to Seattle, but not yeah, much. Yeah. And so that that's not a thing. And so I think people were kind of thinking they're like, oh, they're gonna have to, they fly like five more hours, but you know, and it's that, that that's not the case here. And so. This, they're on even playing field getting over there to Germany. And, and look, this is one of the things when I look at this Seahawks team, I was wrong, epically wrong, and that's fine. I'm okay with that because I've made money off of being epically wrong and betting this Seattle team, and I'm continuing to do that. I have them as plus three. I have them at on the money line for this game. And, and you know, Jeff, when you take a look at this Seattle team, 
I thought that the offense always had a chance to be at least decent and serviceable just because you have those two wide receivers that are still one, you know, one of the better combos that there is in the league. Now you add in, now you add in Ken Walker and you get the level that Gino's playing at. So now it's a top, you know, it's a top 12 offense in the yep. league. And, and um, now on the defensive side, that's where the buy-in wasn't for me, but you look since week five, this is the number six defense EPA per play allowed. It is the number one defense and success rate allowed. It's it look Pete Carroll credit where credit's due. The guy has built defenses there in Seattle over and over and over again. And he took these young dudes and he's got two young corners who are playing at extremely high levels and all that. And just, I think it just took him a little while to, to get going there. I really do. I, I think this is the wrong team favored type situation. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think the wrong team is absolutely favored and it just seems too obvious. That's why I'm a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit petrified here more than anything, because I, when I was going through it, I would have guessed if I was doing Gill's show on Monday morning, mm-hmm. I would have guessed Seattle minus two. Mm-hmm. I would have done the exact same thing that Gill did on guessing lines. So Look, it's just one of those where you bring up all those great defensive numbers. I'm just curious how much of those great defensive numbers have to do with the fact that they've seen Arizona twice. They saw the Chargers who were banged up and were playing from behind, and they were playing the Giants who did absolutely nothing in that game. Their one touchdown was a one-yard touchdown field. So I'm curious to see how much of that is is real or not, but Tampa's offense is so stuck right now. So it, it really you is. and I are you and I agree here. Got a prop angle on this one on the other side as well. If you are so inclined and want to gamble on some prop bets, and of course we'll go Vikings and Bills, Lions and Bears, Broncos and Titans. We're running through week 10 in the NFL. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball started. Now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide at over 400 pages. Whoa. You don't have to read them all. It's our biggest betting guide ever. Odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson. I don't have a nickname. Matt Humans provide their pr- predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guides to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. No a la carte stuff anymore. Go in, 99 bucks, you get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do. Now through the Super Bowl, that is VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's only been out a couple of days, Jeff. I'm sure you have gotten through all 400 pages. No, the bathtub is not ready. Yeah, no, 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 no. You just got to like, you got you to run the tub. You got to get no, the water gotta, ready. Got to get the champagne going. Okay, no, so I, that's I tonight. That's what, that's that's your Friday night. Uh, you know, no, I don't, I don't know. To read four hundred pages, you're gonna have to start like the second we walk out. Like, like <laughs> by three forty-five, you better be I in might the tub. Be, I might be. Yeah. I, so I'm on, I'm on tomorrow. Live bet Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Wilson and I. Uh, three o'clock Eastern time. See, they, see, they, see how sharp the crew is downstairs. There is. Look at that. See, they just forgot to add the college basketball guide to uh, yeah. the pro football and the college football guide. But uh, look, it's just uh, college. It's weird. College basketball is already five days in. It doesn't feel like it. Like Monday, there were roughly eight thousand games all starting at the same time. But here we are. We're in that nice sweet spot where everything is going except for baseball. I really am going to read some pages of it this weekend. I'm not going to commit to a number, but there will be some pages read, and I will talk about that on Monday. That's a long tease. Stick around. Oh, wow. Some, yeah. Wow. I'm going to read some pages over the weekend. 72 hours. Let's go. Hey, listen. We'll see what we can get to. I don't know how much bubble bath I've got, but I'm going to go get me some. Head to Target. Get me some bubble bath. A little champagne. Me and you can, uh, me and you can just read it the same <laughs> same way. Here. I talked about a prop that I like in this game, and, it's, um, and it is because there are so some pretty good reports coming out from the Bucks beat writers that the that the Leonard Fournette era in in uh, Tampa might be getting limited, not coming to an end, but certainly getting limited, and them shifting more to Rashad White. If you look 
Leonard Fournette is averaging 3.3 yards per carry on the season. He has a long rush of the year of 17 yards, and that is on 121 carries, Jeff. And so I think if you are Tampa, the, the, the sentiment here is, we can't do worse, so we might as well go with the younger guy and see what we've got in him here. And so only 27 and a half is his rushing prop over at DraftKings for Rashad White. Hmm. And I, uh, hmm. I'm i going to be playing the over on Rashad White. And again, sometimes we're trying to get ahead of the books with this stuff because Lenny is listed at 43 and a half, right? So what if they reverse roles? And so we would actually be getting 16 yards of value here on these numbers because what if it should actually be 43 for Rashad White and more like set 27 for Lenny, right? So um, I'm going to try to get ahead of this. There's no guarantee that that's going to happen, but I trust in some of these people that are close to the team that the sentiment is more more work for Rashad White. I will let you speculate on that one. <laughs> uh, that's all, that's You're not ready to go there. No, I, I'm just more concerned that Tampa's mm-hmm. – Run blocking is so pathetic at this point that it doesn't matter if it's Fournette or White or I know Ronald Jones is on the Chiefs, but if Ronald Jones mm-hmm. randomly shows yeah. up <laughs> playing for Tampa yet again, like it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I, I just one of those where I can't really take any rushing props with that team because that offensive line is an abomination. Yeah, right I look and I guess the here's my my take on this and then we'll move on is more of if, if he can get 10 carries, right? Let's, let's just assume that he, he gets ends up 10 getting, carries. You better get to that. Right. Number. If he gets, if he gets <laughs> the, if he gets the good side of the 60, 40 or the 70, 30, and he gets 10 carries in this thing, if he can't average 2.9 yards per carry, you get, that yeah, then I'll yeah. just take the L right. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. I'll just take the L on that. So that's kind of how I am looking at that one. All right, Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. As we sit right now, this thing has gone ahead and fallen to that flat three at several of the books out there. Still one three and a half out there if you do want to take the Vikings. Uh, 42 and a half, 40, 42 and a half-ish is your total in this. As we know, they have officially listed Josh Allen as questionable. He did not practice all week, Jeff. I think this is a little gamesmanship. I think that this is some stuff in which the Bills are – they know exactly what's going to happen here. They talked about it in the press. If it's case, if it's case, it's case. You know, they kept saying, like, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We feel very good going into this game. Okay. Like, they were setting it up for it to be Case Keenum without, like, actually just going ahead and saying that it's going to be Case Keenum. So, here we sit. The betting public doesn't believe Josh Allen is going to play because this thing has continued to come off. I mean, this was three and a half this morning across the entire industry. Now, it's sitting at the three. I think we assume it's Case Keenum. At that, I think the number is probably appropriate. That said, if you want to bet the Bills, I'm holding out here because when they officially rule Josh Allen out, if if we're getting this movement on just the questionable tag, then when he gets officially ruled out, this is going to go under the three. Like you're gonna you're gonna get two and a half if 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 they officially rule him out like tomorrow. All right, I, I just want to ask you a question because mm-hmm. you're Mr. Viking at the network. Mm-hmm. You you and Kelly Bidlin are the are the two Vikings here. If we opened this. This was open at eight and a half. Okay? Yeah. I took a seven and a half okay, when, I was in the, when I was in Louisiana. Yeah. So eight and a half is open. You really want to tell me that Josh Allen to Case Keenum is a full six if it goes south of three? I think that's nuts. I think that's absolutely nuts. Nuts. That's, that's Josh Allen to a bottom tier backup is six. Case Keenum is a top tier backup. So, as good as Josh Allen is, to me, Josh Allen to Keenum is three and a half at most. And this has a real chance 
of moving a whole six and maybe even more. It wouldn't shock me if Allen gets ruled out on Sunday morning. I'm sitting here at about 930 mm. and I walk in and it's like, oh, whoa, Buffalo's one and a half. It wouldn't shock me if that happens. I think that would be completely wrong. As soon as this thing goes under three, if Allen gets ruled out, which I agree with you, it's going yeah. to, this is a Buffalo bet for me because yeah. Minnesota, I look, I didn't even have them in my top 10. I think they are totally fraudulent. They've just had variance and luck are on their side this year. You play a Buffalo team that is coming off a loss to a divisional opponent where they were out toughed in the fourth quarter with a backup quarterback who is familiar with digs. Remember Case Keenum got to the NFC championship game with Minnesota with his best receiver being Stephon Diggs. That was not not that long ago, Matt. Mm-hmm. So I look, if this gets sub three, I will be on Buffalo. And if Minnesota beats me, they beat me. That's that's yeah. how I feel on that. Yeah, no, I'm with and it, it's kind of a biased opinion for me on this one because if it gets below the three, I am I am contractually obligated to play the middle in this because oh, I'm 100%. getting the three and the seven. I mean, like yeah. I, if it gets under the three, I have no choice but to but to try and middle this thing. So I praying that it gets under the three and I, I think he'll get there like, if he's you know, yeah, down. like I'm praying that it does it let's just okay let's just assume then for the sake of of you know because it is it is a possibility so let's say they decide you know what Josh Allen playing isn't going to hurt him worse so let's go ahead and and, and roll him out right this probably moves back to three and a half at that point because it's an injured Josh Allen so I think the betting public isn't going to overreact too incredibly much what do you think about an injured Josh? Would you rather have an injured Josh Allen or a healthy Case Keenum? Basically, is my is my question here, because we don't know how injured oh, I, Josh I, Allen is. I mean, I, he's injured enough to not be able to practice all week long. You know? Wow. I mean, here's the thing: Josh Allen did throw the ball 65 yards in the air, apparently, with this injury on the last play of the game, two plays after it happening. You know, it's it's tough because if it's an injured Josh Allen and I have to lay less than four, I would say I would rather have Josh Allen. Not at 100% mm-hmm. over Keenum. But once you get north of four, then it becomes a different calculus. So I think that all depends on the number, Matt. But again, super tricky I'm, handicap. Yeah, it's game. a really tough yeah. handicap. But if it, again, if it's if it's sub three with Keenum, and again, let's say it gets to one and a half, which wouldn't mm-hmm. shock me if that's where it closes, if it's Keenum instead of Allen. You really want to tell me it's a seven-point move from Allen to Keenum? I think that's just insane. Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears. This is sitting Bears at three right now. There is an expensive two and a half if you wanted to take that. A total of 48 and a half. One of the things I think that I've looked at from this Bears team, Jeff, they've just become a dead over team for me. It is a defense that's absolutely pathetic and an offense that actually has a pulse. And now you're giving me another pathetic defense in which they should be able to move the ball fairly consistently. And look, one thing we know about about the Lions it's not an incredibly efficient offense, but they have their moments. They have their spurs. It's a big play and, ability. And, right. And so I think this 48 and a half, I took it at, at 48. Um, I think this 48 and a half is a little low. I think this game probably has a high likelihood of playing in the 50s. I like Chicago way too much in this mm-hmm. game. I already bet them at two and a half earlier in the week with it seemingly yeah. moving to three. If you're in Vegas, two and a half behind us, still flat minus yeah. 110 if you want it. Uh, you know, Chrissy and uh, and company will never move off that flat minus 110 for a full game spread. Uh, look, I, I just think at this point for Chicago, you have to start handicapping them differently offensively. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, we handicapped them as one of the three worst offensive teams in, in the NFL. They are not that anymore. 
because Luke Getze has changed his offensive strategy with Justin Fields. You are right. They are a tremendous over team. Their defense without Roquan and Quinn there is awful. We've seen that yeah. the last two weeks now. I like the over. I didn't bet it yet. Missed the best of it, but I, I'm on Chicago. I, that's my favorite play of the whole week. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I think this Lions team is is on fumes for sure. No doubt about it. When Holy we come back, too. we will talk to our professional Mike Pritchard. You can find him on the Pro Football Blitz over the weekend, and we will see what he thinks about Week 10 in the NFL. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. All sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you are a football, hockey, or a basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football, Bet and Get, and Sunday Football Parlay Insurance. We got more than that, too. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. You can see this gentleman right here on this very network, Pro Football Blitz, over the weekend. You can find him on the Twitter machine at M.I. Pritchard. He is our very own Mike Pritchard. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to be with you today. So, Pritchard, let's, uh, I want to start with the Colts here with you because okay. they go, they make this surprise hire. They make a guy that has never coached it at any collegiate or professional level, the head coach. Now they turn over play calling duties to a 30-year-old that I had to Google to make sure he was a real person. And then they decide that they're going to stick with Sam Ellinger, who's likely their third best quarterback on the roster. You have the owner come out and scream, we're not tanking. We're not tanking. You know, it's an insult that anyone would even insinuate that we're tanking. But what do the guys in the locker room think, right? Like we're going and getting a TV personality to coach our team. We're turning over play calling duties to a 30-year-old that's never called plays before. We're sticking with our third best quarterback on the roster as opposed to turning to one of these other guys. Like what is this? What's the scuttlebutt behind the scenes? Well, we're not tanking, but we're certainly not fixing anything either, right? I mean, uh, it's comedy, guys. Uh, Bob Kravitz, you covered me out there with uh, with the Broncos. He's covering uh, the Colts right now. Good insider uh, to follow uh, for the athletic. But, uh, you know, the tanking concept is in play. Uh, the integrity of the game uh, is in play as well. I mean, it's a joke. It, it really is. I mean, I, I cannot be any stronger than that uh, to suggest that Jeff Saturday is just going to come in uh, out of the analyst chair and come in and be the answer for all the problems out there for the Colts. I, I don't know if that's going to be true. I, I, I know from a motivation standpoint, that's what they're probably leaning on. They're leaning on uh, Jeff Saturday, the legendary status that he has with the Colts to kind of fire up that offensive line because that's been the problem uh, offensively for the Colts. It hasn't been quarterback. It hasn't been a coordinator. It hasn't been Frank Reich, uh, to be honest with you. It's been that offensive line. But they use smoke screens along the way by getting by benching Matt Ryan to begin with. Then you fire offense coordinator. Then you ultimately fire uh, Frank Reich. So this is not the answer. Uh, I don't know as a player in that locker room if I would have any type of credibility uh, or have any type of cred credibility for this situation right now with the Colts. Je Je uh, Jeff, we always talk about, you know, when these guys get traded and all this stuff, we're kind of like, hey, you know, they, they got to learn the playbook. They got to whatever. The coaches have to learn the playbook in this game. Like the guy like, doesn't know the playbook. He was doing commentary or whatever. Like this, this isn't even like a guy coming in off the streets got to learn the playbook. The damn coach has to learn the playbook. Ah, you know what, Matt? It's, it's either it's either going to end in a train wreck like we all expect, or it's going to be the greatest experiment of all time. You know, Mike, I, I just want to actually go to the other side of this game because because yeah. for the Raiders, I mean, if you were the Raiders, 
with everything we just Matt outlined, you outlined here. If you were the Raiders, I don't care that Waller and, and uh, Renfro went on IR yesterday. I don't care that there's injuries on the defense. You cannot, cannot, cannot blow this game at home, Mike. <laughs> no, you cannot. I mean, if you're Josh McDaniels, I mean, look at the storylines of this thing. You know, that guy walked away from that job, and now uh, he's facing that team, that franchise. Now, I will say this. If you believe, as a better, if you believe in bulletin board material, Ursa will have bulletin board material for this game, right? That's Josh McDaniels on the other side of this football team from us. Uh, so if you believe in that, if you believe in that's the reason why Jeff Saturday is there, uh, because he needs to fire up the troops for this important game for both teams, then, okay, okay, I can see back in the coach from that standpoint because the Raiders are a mess right now. They don't have adjustments. There's no nuances to the offense uh, that Josh McDaniels is trying to implement here in Las Vegas. And then defensively, they're just underachieving. Uh, they're confused. If you watch them on tape, they're talking amongst themselves about responsibilities right before the snap. That's never a good thing if you're supposed to read and react and go hit somebody uh, on that side of the ball. Pritch, I want to look at uh, this Bears team that it seems like over the last few weeks, and actually it doesn't seem like, I mean, it, it definitely has unlocked something on the offensive side of the ball with Justin Fields. We were talking about how pathetic this team was going to be. How are they ever going to win games? And instead they were like, oh, hey, we have this incredibly athletic quarterback. We should probably utilize that. And they've done that, and they've looked like a competent offense. That said, just three-point favorites. I guess you can find a you can find a two and a half out there against this Lions team that we know has one of the absolute worst defenses in all of, of football. What, do you think that this is us maybe underrating what the Bears are because we're still remembering what happened at the beginning of the season? Or do you think it's, hey, this Bears defense is also pretty terrible, so they can't really beat anybody by margin? Yeah, I mean, the Bears defense is terrible uh, as well. I mean, you you trade away two of your best players. I mean, they're, they're not getting better on that side of the ball. What's gotten better, though, is Justin Fields and uh, the ability for him to make the game easier for himself, and, and that's running with the football. Tuck and run, tuck and run, right? And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, especially as you're trying to add weapons around him. And uh, Claypool, another week of preparation could help out uh, on the outside uh, for the Bears, if you will. But uh, it's all about Justin Fields in that running game, that rushing attack. Now, the counter to that, though, guys, is can the Lions get up for a physical game? And we know who's their head coach. I mean, Dan Campbell, he's he's capable of firing up people and uh, getting them mentally prepared to have a, a physical football game because they're going to have to stop that running game. Uh, Jared Goff, though, outside uh, uh, in weather situations, perhaps we'll see uh, uh, out there, uh, maybe windy. Uh, but certainly against that Bears defense, you don't you don't really want to back uh, Jared Goff. At least I won't. Uh, I like the Bears in this game. I think they're sound. I think the fans are fired up. Uh, they could have some type of home field advantage as Detroit goes outside again. Dan Campbell, I think, has never won a game uh, as a head coach with the Detroit Lions uh, on the road. Pritch, I, I want to go to a game that is seemingly being forgotten this week because of all the craziness with the Allen injury and whatever is going on in Indianapolis. And that's Sunday mm -hmm. night where the Chargers are on the road here against San Francisco off the bye and we're getting a team with Justin Herbert playing quarterback. We're getting a whole touchdown in this game. And yeah. yet, Mike, I can't bring myself to bet the Chargers here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm actually excited for this game. I'm, I'm looking for a teaser part. I'm going to tease down the 49ers. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's just my comfort level. I mean, some people, I, I liked it before the, the dramatic line movement, as you know. But 
Uh, Debo Samuel, the, the prospect of him and Chris McCaffrey on the field, the pro prospect of Eric Armstead uh, out there again as well, perhaps, and uh, just, just the 49ers at full strength, at home off a bye. That's an enticing situation. We know the Chargers are not full strength. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, I don't know if there's uh, respect or credibility uh, at high enough for uh, Staley, the defense coordinator slash head coach, if you will, out there either for the Chargers. It's back-to-back -back road situations, too, for the Chargers. I, I can't be compelled to take the points. Uh, like, like, like I said, I'm looking to tease down uh, the 49ers in that game. You and me both, my friend. I have that one as the as the anchor of a couple of teaser legs for me right. this week. So don't do me wrong, Niners, uh, whenever we look at this. Rich, what are we doing with the NFC South? I mean, this Ooh. is like, I mean, do we relegate them to the SEC or something like that? I mean, like, <laughs> what, what, like, what, what do we do with this with this whole division? Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's horrible right now. Uh, I, I guess you can back Brady because he looks the part again after that comeback uh, win. But uh, it's, it, there's a Brady tax still, right, guys? Uh, Seattle's been consistent and, and they've gotten better uh, over, over time. And uh, I, I like Seattle. My former team's on a teaser situation. So I have the Seattle Seahawks up to nine uh, along with uh, the Broncos uh, up to eight and a half. So, um, yeah, the NFC South, I, I have a future ticket, too, with the with the Saints. Three to one to win that division. <laughs> I'm holding on to it. I didn't rip it up. I should rip it up. Right. But I haven't ripped it up yet. Uh, depending on what the shakeout is. But Atlanta is terrible with with Marcus Mariota. I don't know where they go. And then Brady's throwing the ball 70% of the time. What adjustments can they make uh, along the way to get better? Uh, and so I, I think it's going to be a challenge. Pritch, in about 90 seconds here, what are you doing with Minnesota and Buffalo now that Allen is officially questionable for this game? You know what? I love the NFL for the storylines, right? Case Keenum going up against the, the the Vikings, and that's a team that he took to the playoffs. The miracle, uh, uh, what was it? The miracle and a vet? I can't remember. Yeah, what they Minneapolis yeah. miracle. Yeah, that thing. Uh, so now he's going up against them, an important game. Here's here's my angle, though, guys. I you know if you're Buffalo, if you have aspirations to win a Super Bowl, you got to win with defense. Uh, I was in Denver when Peyton Manning went down, and that defense took over for Brock Osweiler, the backup quarterback. So. Uh, if Buffalo is the favorite and if they're, you know, wanting to be the part uh, of of that Super Bowl championship type of team, their defense has to uh, embrace this moment and help out Case Keenum. So uh, it's, it's at three. It's in Buffalo, Minnesota, uh, you know, on the road in Buffalo, back to back road situations, too. That can get difficult. So uh, Case Keenum is going to have to make some plays along with Stefan Diggs. They have familiarity that way. But you have to lean on that defense if you're Buffalo. Over on the Twitter machine, at M.I. Pritchard, and right here on this very network, Pro Football Blitz, all weekend long. He is Mike Pritchard. Thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Spoiler alert. I am also, I'm also on the 49ers with teaser legs. Um, we, will, we, will, we, will, we will have a bad weekend if those don't get out much. But I'm, uh, Better hope Jimmy G doesn't Jimmy G. Well, it's listen. Here's the thing. When he's no, when he's Jimmy, when he's Jimmy is when I like him. I don't like when you don't he's like James. He's James. I don't yeah, like when he's go. James. Yeah, that's, like, right. When he's, that's right. I forgot that. When yes. he's James Garoppolo, that's when we're having problems. So when <laughs> he's Jimmy G in it out there, everything's perfectly fine. But like when he makes those James throws, James, what are you doing, buddy? What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. 
John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Eh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. A little warning there for you. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated. To use or don't provide satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you. Made with six simple ingredients, completely tobacco leaf free, plus offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you, Zen.com. That is ZYN.com today. Jeff Parles, uh, we have 15 minutes before tip off of a collegiate basketball game that you have action on tonight. Woo! Actually, I got a pair I actually added this. Oh, let's too. do it then. Yeah, so, the uh, crowd is crazy right now for yeah, this. Let's do all, this. All, yeah. all, well, People I, are I, pulling over on the highway to get this play. I, I, let's do this. I, I, I'm crazy myself for right. betting these two games, I would say. Uh, the first one that I actually did send to uh, producer Steph earlier, mm-hmm. I am on the Rockets of Toledo getting five in a neutral site game against UAB, the game is in Philadelphia. All right. Because 
Toledo, nothing screams Philadelphia like Toledo and Alabama, Birmingham. Uh, this is the Barstool Classic. Uh, so I, uh, I, I, I took the five with Toledo. Uh, the MAC actually has a bunch of good teams, Toledo included this year. Akron had a really nice win against the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State to open the year on Monday. Uh, Toledo uh, smashed Valpo. Uh, I, I like the Rockets to at least stay within the five here against UAB. And then the other one, I, I uh, laid a minus 115 money line with the Delaware Blue Hens on the road at Air Force. I don't care about the elevation, Matt Brown. Okay. The Blue Hens are going to Clune Arena and beating Air Force today. That's what you're going with, yes. eh? All go. right. Have you ever seen a Jackrabbit before? You bring up Jack. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, I, I think I have. I actually they're huge. They're, they're, I saw them. Uh, you, you like see, they're massive. You see them here from time to time. I saw a lot of them when I was in uh, when I was in Tucson a few years ago. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they're, they're like you, you, you see them and you're kind of like that's a that's a gigantic rabbit. It's right a lot there. bigger. Yeah, that's than a lot bigger than yeah. I would have thought that that, yeah. that rabbit. Yeah, jackrabbit. If you haven't seen a jackrabbit, man, like go go look it up. A little Wikipedia <laughs> action for you, real quick. Uh, over in the association, Nuggets and the Celtics later tonight. Celtics four and a half point favorites at home. Two thirty and a half is your total. Suns and Magic right now. The Suns seven and a half point road favorites over the Magic. Two seventeen, the total. Pistons and the Knicks. We got the Knicks as eight point home favorites over the Pistons. Two twenty five is your total. Bucks and Spurs at 810 Eastern. We got the Spurs as two-point home favorites over the Bucks in this one. Everyone sitting to 18 and a half is your total. 810 Eastern Raptors and Thunder. Raptors are five-point road favorites. 219 the total. 940 Eastern. We've got the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies right now. The Timberwolves are four-point road underdogs to this Grizzlies team. Timberwolves just continue to disappoint, man. 234 is the total in this one. 10-10 Eastern, we got the Cavs and the Warriors. Warriors, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cavs, 232. The total in your final tip of the evening, 10-40 Eastern, the Kings and the Lakers. Kings are four-and-a-half-point road favorites over the Lakers. So total of 231. The NBA, a little weird to start the uh, season here, a little wacky. Uh, first off, uh, I, I – I don't bet a lot of pre-flop NBA mm. because it's just so hard to figure out on a day-to-day basis what you're getting. Uh, I mean, right now you have uh, you have the Western Conference standings look like uh, the wrong teams are at the top. Mm. I mean, Utah is ten and three. Portland is nine and three. <laughs> I mean, Utah. Everyone said Utah is going to tank for the for Wembenyama, and, and now all of a sudden they're going to be getting the one seed this year. Then we'll get the one seed, but regardless. You know, the only thing on this board that kind of stands out here to me tonight, and again, you have to see what the injury reports for all these games. Uh, I am going to imagine that uh, based off the fact that the San Antonio Spurs are favored against Milwaukee, that everyone is sitting at again like they did against Oklahoma City. It didn't matter because Javon Carter turned into Michael Jordan against the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Milwaukee won that game in uh, in double overtime. I know Detroit is terrible away from home. They haven't won. They've barely covered away from Detroit this year, where at least at home they've been a reasonable team. Uh, if you're going to give me north of eight, if he gets to eight and a half, I will take eight and a half with Detroit tonight against the Knicks. That would be the only thing I would consider right now. Only four games over on the ice, Penguins and Maple Leafs. This is Leafs minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on the Penguins on the road. Six and a half is your total lightning in capitals. It is minus 140 on the lightning, plus 120. On my home capitals, six is the total. I don't 
I don't know what their record is, but I do have a futures ticket on the Capitals. Capitals are, the Capitals are 6-7-2. and two. I'll check in in about six months. The season will only be halfway done then. So I'll just, a, yeah, all, I'll can, check all, in. all I can tell you, it's better than your Liverpool ticket. Oh, that one's probably terrible. Sharks and the Stars. The Stars, minus 230 home favors, plus 195. Sharks on the road, six is your total. And then 10 Eastern, we got the Wild against the Kraken. The Wild, minus 120. Road favorites, as they should be. This probably should be 220 road favorites over this Kraken team. Plus 105 if you want the worst team in the NFL. First off, first off, NHL. Not If the Kraken were playing football, we'd have a bigger yeah. problem. But, NHL, whatever. But, uh, hey, this is a new year for the Kraken. No, it's not. The new year, Matt Brown. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They're now good. Nonsense. Unlike last year. I where... don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you, know, you. It didn't matter what Matt Brown did last year with the crack in the game. It just didn't matter. The only thing I would even gravitate towards tonight is betting the under in San Jose and Dallas. Back That's over, the only thing I'd look at. Back over to the NFL, and this is a good time to get in our pro tip. We were talking to Mike Pritchard last segment where he was talking about, ah, you know, he really likes that San Francisco team. Didn't really want to lay the full touchdown and was looking for a teaser partner. Just a reminder, if you find yourself in that situation, out there sometimes you can just money line parlay some of these favorites and you can get the same price or even better sometimes as when you are betting a teaser leg so just be sure and kind of plug that in as you are going about your going about your way here because you know look if we're if we pretty much come to the standard of minus 120 being your 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 teaser legs at this point like you can find something along the way to kind of pair stuff like that up with. It's going to get you a comparable price, and then you don't have to find yourself making, you know, weird teaser legs or things or kind of, you know, putting yourself in a weird situation, Jeff. Like, so just if you start to plug it in, you'll be surprised sometimes as to what number you can get. Yeah, especially, again, when you're looking at teasers of teams that are – this week you don't only have one team that's a seven-point favorite. Yeah. But the sevens, the six-and-a-halves, the seven-and-a-halves, those are the ones that you can look at. And more times than not now – with the way that teaser pricing has been priced to the moon mm. because the books know that they have to price it to the moon mm. in order to even have a shot of winning with them. Now, uh, you you almost are better off more times than not with those six, six and a half, seven, seven and a half point favorites just money lining them instead of teasing. Yeah, and just, you know, just a, a quick example here just for this week, and this is not an endorsement. This is just a for your knowledge. If you wanted that 49ers team on the money line, and you paired it with a Giants money line bet, it actually comes in at minus 108, which is a better price than, yep. you know, than you would get on a teaser or something like that. So just something to keep in mind as you are putting your bet slip together. Let's continue down the line here. Broncos and the Titans. Titans are two-and-a-half-point home favorites in this one. There's one three still remaining if you want the Broncos. Uh, 39 seems to be the prevailing total, a couple of 38-and-a-half Still left out there. I did play the Broncos in a teaser up to eight and a half, Jeff, and that is what I paired up this uh, the 49ers with. A little bit later, we'll get to that handicap. But this is this is basically what it comes down to for me. This Broncos team, and while they might not correct to anything that we thought they could be heading into the season, I do believe that this is probably buying low, the ultimate buy low spot on a team that cannot possibly be one of the three worst offenses in the NFL. Now, if you want to if you want to tell me that they're in the bottom half, I will believe that because maybe Hackett is just complete ter- completely terrible and he's he going to be a one and done, you know, like whatever. He'll be a one and done on Black Monday, he's going to be out of here. But I do believe that there has to be some positive regression going here. I mean, even if you think Russ is is pre-washed and not necessarily, you know, completely washed at this point, pre-soaked as we will, but uh I kind of believe that. But he still has a ton of playmakers and still has some good wide receivers on that team. This defense we know is absolutely elite. We have a total of 39 and this Titans team is based around running the ball a million times. It's not built to kind of blow teams out and win by, you know, 
two scores and things like that. So it's a hold your nose, plug it, play it, Broncos, eight and a half teaser leg. I, I got it in there, and I think it's just something that, again, conventional thinking in years past, we would no-brainer this and put it in there. But, you know, I think we're a little skittish due to how teasers have been treating us this year. I actually took the Broncos earlier today getting three. Yeah. So, yes, you and I agree on on the uh, on the teaser leg. All these injuries on Tennessee's defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, Simmons is going to play. Cunningham's going to play. Isn't going to play. There's all these injuries defensively. The uh, the post Mahomes injury bug has hit Tennessee badly. And you know what? I, I don't know why. There's no reason to think this Bronco team with what we've seen will go on a run. And I don't mm-hmm. think they will turn into. I was loaning them to begin the year anyway. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to finish last in the West. But there is enough there, even without Bradley Chubb. And a schedule that includes the Raiders and the Panthers the next two weeks after this, that all of a sudden we could pick our heads up and be like, oh, Denver's six and five, despite yeah. that train wreck of the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. So yeah, I, I like the Broncos. I and mean, look, at some point we gotta get Tennessee. We gotta we gotta win while betting against the yes. Titans. It's yeah. gotta come at some and point. Look, all, again, their 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 path to victory in this game too just works for us. I mean, it's it's run, 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 and that doesn't lend to splash plays. That doesn't lend to Winning by Mart, you know. So, again, if I'm getting this thing up to eight and a half, I really do love it. In hour number two, we're going to go Jags, Chiefs, Browns, Dolphins, Texans, Giants. Come on back. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.